0: You're listening to a 1FM podcast So a week off, I've got him back on the air It's time for another Whatever Happened To It's Steve's On The Line, you there Steve? I
1: certainly am, young Josh, how's Steve with you?
0: Good, I'm back in the studio tonight Or, well, on Monday, but we're recording this on Wednesday But yeah, I'm good
1: That's good, you had a week off with the family?
0: Yeah, I was down in Melbourne, so it was nice getting down there You're down there all the time, but it was good for me Yeah, good
1: stuff, well that's good and another The weather would have been good
0: too. The weather was very good a weekend in Melbourne. So yeah, it was a bit rare. But how's it going down there now? It's
1: going to be fairly ordinary shortly, I think. The weather's change, going to change with a bang I think and I think we're going to have a couple of wet days, but oh, that's alright, So I think we probably need a bit of rain now, dare I say it, and if we've been complaining about having too much of it, now we need some more.
0: Yeah, well it's raining a little bit today, but I think it's going to be good for the weekend,
1: which is good. Yeah alright, that's fine, that's okay with us Well, our team's not playing football, so we'll just watch them all get wet, that's okay
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, That's that's the main thing, but who
1: are we talking about today? Well we've got an interesting one today I thought about this guy quite often but now I wasn't sure when to include him, but I think now's the time of Herb
0: Albert. Very good. It's funny because you mentioned it. I always thought it was Albert with a B, but it's with a P, isn't it?
1: That's right, with a P, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably that's still true. call
0: him Albert, but that's my mistake.
1: That's right. Well, it is definitely Albert, and and he's one of those people that kept his first name as he his showbiz name, so that's very good. And Not that, always the case.
0: And there was the Tijuana blast. That was his band, I take it. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Eventually it had to be. It wasn't original but eventually had to have a band, but I'll give you the reasons for that later on. Now he's born Herb Alpert on the thirty first of March nineteen thirty five, the youngest of three children, born to Tilly and Lou. Louise Leave Albert. Now they were Jewish immigrants from Ukraine and Romania and they were born in Boyle Heights which was a section of Eastside in LA. Now the music was prominent in the family. His father was a tailor by trade and he played the mandolin. His mother taught violin and his older brother David was a talented young drummer and his sister Mimi played piano. So he began to play trumpet at age 8 and attending a high school in LA he was a member of a gym team and he was very much a specialist on the rings and and very, very talented But it turned out that he had an appendix operation A week prior to the big championships that year And that curtailed his, his career from that point of view And by the end of next year he was focusing on the trumpet So it might have been gymnastics loss But it was our game in the end
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that, yeah
1: He attended the Uni of Southern California in the 50s And became a member of a marching band for two years And he served in the U.S. Army during the Korean War, so he played in the Sixth Army Band. Now, he teamed up with a fellow by the name of Robert Wirtz, suppose that's that's how you pronounce it. Now, this fellow was a songwriter for Keen Records, K-E-E-N. One of the songs written by or co-written by him became his, and and one one of those was uh, Wonderful World by Sam Cooke. So he definitely had some talent as a songwriter. Now, in 1960, Albert began his career as a vocalist at RCA Records under the name of Dore Albert, D-O-R-E Albert. Now, he and his new business partner, his name was Jerry Moss, they formed a record company called Carnival Records, which they later named A&M Records, and they released two unsuccessful songs. This is a familiar story that we keep on hearing. What happened after this, though, was the beginning of actually of his uh, career, because he was originally just to record a song called Twinkle Star. Because he was so dissatisfied with it and he wasn't getting the right vibes with it, he took a break. And he actually visited a bullfight in Tijuana in Mexico, where he had an epiphany, because he said that, and I quote, the excitement of the crowd, the trumpet call heralding the start of the fight, the yelling and the snorting of the bulls, unquote, gave him the idea to adapt the trumpet style to the tune. He mixed in the crowd cheers and other noises and renamed the song The Lonely Bull. Personally funded the uh, production of the song as a single and it quickly caught on and became a top hit in 1962. At this stage, I'll do a discography. In 1962, The Lonely Ball, which was six in the US and one in Australia. They were the only two countries that I've got actually listed here. In 1965, and these are only better known ones, there were plenty of other songs in between, but these are the ones that I'm familiar with. Zorba the Greek, which was 11 in the US.
0: Was that off the movie soundtrack, or was that just a cover? Ah, uh, not 100% sure on that. I'm oh, have to check that. To have a check of that. a
1: Taxi. Which was another song we're familiar with. We thirty eight in the US and thirty two in Australia. Nineteen sixty six the very well known Spanish Flea which was twenty seven um. in the US and twenty-eight in Australia. What Now My Love was also in nineteen sixty six. That was twenty-four US, twenty eight Australia. Now Casino Royale in nineteen sixty seven which is what from the actual which was the soundtrack of the actual movie. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: The first the first one.
0: The mess. It's a terrible
1: movie. <laughs> yeah. Well to each their own, but uh, else I thought it was all right. Twenty seven in the US and 14 in Australia. He's his own solo song, which is, I found quite interesting, This Guy's In Love With You. I'll give you the story on that later. That was actually number one in the US and Australia. And there was another song, which I'm not familiar with, 1979, which was called Rise. And I'll give you a little story on that too. That was one in the US and 19 in Australia. Well, there were many others in that list of songs, which I haven't mentioned, but a lot of them were the top 10 on the adult contemporary charts, not on the mainstream charts. Now, he then released an album which was called The Lonely Bull by Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. It reached number six on Billboard. And you'd be interested in this, Josh. But this and subsequent songs Albert recorded with the Wrecking Crew. Ah,
0: oh, wow, of course, yeah.
1: Yeah, who were highly regarded in the music industry especially in musicians, We know a bit more about that too, I think. And another album in 1966 which was called Whip Cream and Other Delights. And that was the number one album of 1966. And this was so popular that Albert had to turn the Tijuana the brass into a touring ensemble rather than a studio band now supposedly its popularity was enhanced by the album cover which featured a model covered in whipped cream <laughs> that would
0: However,
1: do him. some people thought that that was the reason for a success but there are other less racy covers for some of his albums later on which were actually in the top five for their particular year so i don't think that that was really the main reason they were to each their own now in 1966 a short animated film called her velvet and the see the brass double feature and this was released and won the Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film in 1967. And that short animation film featured the Tijuana Taxi and the Spanish Flea. Now, also in 1967, they performed the title cut to the first movie version of Casino Royale, which we mentioned before. But the story that this guy's in love with you is quite interesting because, ironically, with many of his instrumental hits, this became his biggest, his sole number one song, which is actually a vocal version. In 1968, he actually sang it to his first wife in a CBS TV special and thousands of phone calls to the studio prompted it to be released and the rest is history. But shortly after that, he decided that in 19 in 1969 to have a break saying that the trumpet is my enemy Which resulted in a four year sabbatical Certainly having a lot of trouble at the time And a lot of it was mental And didn't think that he was getting out of a, out of his career What he should have been but in 1974 A comeback album called You Smile A Song Begins was greeted with critical Acclaim and in 1979 an Instrumental the song that I mentioned Rise was repeatedly used on the Soap opera General Hospital and I Realised then that that's why I didn't know it Because I've never seen General <laughs> Hospital
0: <laughs> Not alive uh, but I think it's still going Isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah I think it probably is Now this reached number one on Billboard As I mentioned earlier an interesting little Story on that was that there was a speeded up Version was successful in the UK, because the British DJs didn't realise that it was actually recorded at 33 RPM and not 45. They played it at 45 RPM, and the song was a success. So I don't know how all that worked out. I haven't heard the actual song, so I can't comment. Now, in 2013, in *Steppin' Out*, which is another album, uh, won a Grammy for Best Pop Instrumental Album of that year. Uh, in 1989, our PolyGram actually bought A and M Records for 500 million. Would you believe? Albert and my slater received an extra 200 million for Polygram's breach of the deal terms. So uh, Herb became quite rich. Two, <laughs>
0: 200 million dollars? That's
1: amazing. Yeah, that is a lot of dollars. That is a lot of dollars. He actually had a second career, Josh. I don't know whether you are familiar with this, and I certainly wasn't. He was an abstract expressionist painter and sculptor, and with, with group and solo exhibitions around the US and Europe, selling heaps of stuff. <laughs> He was awarded a star in 1977 on the Hollywood Hall of Fame at uh, 6929 Hollywood Boulevard. Alpert and Moss were Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees on the March the 13th, 2006. And he was awarded the El Premio Billboard Award in 1997 for Latin music contributions. And he received the National Medal of the Arts in 2012 presented by Barack Obama. Now... Because of the, 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 uh, you've mentioned the amount of dollars that he had, he was involved in many philanthropic uh, ventures, which included a $30 million donation to the uh, UCLA to form the Herb Alpert School of Music. Now, his foundation also donated $10.1 million to LA City College, and that became the largest gift to an individual community college in Southern California. So he certainly didn't hang on to his money, certainly put it to good use. And there are plenty of other ones there too, which I didn't put in here, but he's also helped finance. This is quite good, I thought. this. Uh, he also founded a music centre in Jerusalem. That serves both Jewish and Arab students, so he didn't have any discrepancy there. In 2010 and 2020, documentaries have been shown on his life. Now he got married twice, he got married to Sharon Lubin in 1956, they had two children, were divorced in 1971 and in 1973 he married Lani Hall. Now Lani Hall was actually the lead singer for Sergio Mendez and Brazil 66 from 1966 to 1971. I might also mention here that our friend, Mr. Herb Alford, at the age of 88, is still performing, and he's got a list of concerts going right at this particular moment, starting in Chicago, then going to Cleveland, Minneapolis, Iowa, Kansas City, and quite a few more. I think there's one in Denver, and finishing up in California on the 31st of January, the over the latest one, 31st of January 2024. Definitely a 90-minute show with his wife, Lani Hall, so... Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. and you know 8 to be able to do that, I must say.
0: How old is his wife as well? She must be... I'm not sure
1: how old his wife is. Not as old as him, I don't think, but I tell you what, it's a pretty good effort.
0: Yeah, by both uh, of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, well... I'll put down here Herb Trump Trumps an extraordinaire, gifted artist and sculptor and very generous philanthropist. And I think that sums him up pretty well. So he was a, a lot more multi-skilled than I thought he was and uh, certainly surprised when you read some of these articles. You just think these people have just played or sung certain songs or played certain instruments so they've got a heck of a lot more other strings to their bow. But Josh, uh, my song choices, I'm going with the fairly mainstream ones that uh, most people would know. I want to start off with The Lonely Bull, thank you.
0: And here it is, The Lonely Bull. And a classic instrumental, The Lonely Bull, I love it. Thanks, Steve.
1: And the other ones, well, this guy's in love with you, which I personally quite like.
0: That's him singing it as well.
1: That's right, that's correct, yep. Spanish flea.
0: Yes, of course.
1: a taste of honey.
0: Yes, of course.
1: you got a couple of others there, but some of
0: them don't go No, to no, no, as long as you play Spanish Flea, which is, of course, on The Simpsons, you know about that, but Homer added Lewix to it as well.
1: Ah, uh, very good, all right, that's yeah. okay let that's a distinct
0: piece of information Which yeah. I didn't have well, He's listening to it on the When the Spinal Tap concert is happening You know about that oh. as well, yes
1: Spinal Tap seems to come up quite
0: often, Josh Yes, well, they're a great band, Spinal Tap <laughs> But anyway <laughs> But anyway, anything else you'd like to add The great Herb Albert. Um, I keep wanting to say Albert It's Alpert
1: yeah, I know, that's all right. It is a bit difficult. When you say it quickly, though, you can get away with it, Josh, so that's all right. I think it's quite
0: a, an outstanding
1: career, which I must admit I wasn't uh, aware of, and certainly someone who surprised me with the amount of information that was available, and also pretty. his... Extra work that he does for other people it makes him a pretty a pretty good sort of a guy, I would have
0: thought. Uh, just to clear something up, the Zorba's Dance, the theme was actually by a Greek composer, Mikas Theodorus, which yeah. I've probably pronounced incorrectly. Herb Albert made it a brass version of that song, which I oh, imagine right. would be a pretty okay. good that's version our... as well. They're both pretty cool bits of music. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I played
1: the version the other day and I thought, that, that sounds all right. I thought yeah. sort i of heard it before, fairly similar versions of it, but uh, this game came out all right, that's for sure. So Herb Alford, certainly someone who deserves to be in our segment and a person who surprised me so much, a great deal with the amount of work that he does outside of his singing and sculpting, etc.,
0: yeah, and yeah, sculpting's very interesting. Thanks Steve. Good to have you back and I look forward to talking to you next week.
1: Yeah, look forward to it again, Josh. I definitely have someone I reckon you'll like next week. Oh
0: just, good. Well I like Herb Albert, Albert.
1: Well that's good. I'm pleased with that. I like to do ones that you that you actually know now and again <laughs> because that just keeps you in the loop. But I'll surprise you with a couple that you won't
0: know Yeah, well around. it's good to learn stuff. But I, I just also uh quickly while well, follow up I was in Newport over there with my auntie and uncle oh, well, Right. Yes, yes. I mentioned yeah. Bobby Bright lives there and they didn't know that but they knew Lloyd and Helen. Oh right, okay. They didn't okay. know that he was in Newport so we might have to start looking out for him.
1: No, oh, I think they'd better. Yeah. I think he's a well-known resident there so uh, yeah, he's made it well known that he's been there for a long time, I know that. So they better try and see if they can catch up with him, that would be good.
0: Yeah, but I let him know, so we'll keep an eye out. Hi all to right, Bobby, okay. right if he's listening. Okay, look forward
1: to catching up again next week. Stay healthy, everybody, and I look forward to seeing you and or hearing next and hearing your voice and having something to say about another famous artist next week.
0: Yes, all the best, Steve. Take care. Thanks, Josh. Good yes. on you, mate. Thanks, yes. you. Bye. You've been listening to a One FM podcast.